Welcome back to The Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. I'm your host, John Melton. I'm Donnie Whiteman. And I'm Matt Hardy. We are three Bronco enthusiasts who own Broncos, work on Broncos, and love talking about the Ford Bronco. Our podcast today is sponsored by the one and only Tom's Off-Road. Tom's Off-Road has every part that you need to fully restore your classic Bronco and a bunch of sixth-generation Bronco parts as well. Well, welcome, guys. We're here at the uh, Bronco Super Celebration in Townsend, Tennessee. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast, we uh, we recorded a bunch of episodes here at the Bronco Super Celebration just because it was one of those opportunities that we got where we got people like Matt here who, you know, we wouldn't normally be able to talk to. So we thought we'd pull Matt in for uh, for a little talking, a little interview and uh, and talk about who he is. So, Matt, tell us. Who are you? Where are you from? Where do you work? So I'm uh, Matt Hardy. I uh, work at Tom's Off-Road in September. It'll be going on 20 years now. Oh, what? Wow. Uh, had a Bronco since I was 16. Uh, driving, wrenching, braking, repeat kind of thing. <laughs> so uh, have a lot of experience with the first-gen stuff, and, and we've used ours for, for everything. So uh, a lot of history there. That is awesome. You were 10 years old when you started there? <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> 20 years. So you, you got your first Bronco when you were 16. Yep. All right. So how many Broncos have you had? Uh, that first one I still have. Uh, nice. I, I bought and built a 70 at somewhere in that time frame. And then recently have been collecting again. So I think I have two tubs and frames at the house for early stuff in addition to a 78, which I have aspirations <laughs> yes. of doing one day, but no time currently to do that. And then me. how many do you have that your wife doesn't know about? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, she knows all of them because I have no great place to stash the other ones at this time. Yep. But John, if I can leave some at your house, then do I might start looking over. Bring them by. Bring them okay. by. Sounds good. Yep. Man, that's awesome. And I didn't know you worked there for 20, you worked at Tom's for 20 years. Just shy of 20 years. Yep. Where, exactly. So where did you start when you started? So I started in the back, uh, pulling parts, boxing parts, uh, sweeping the floors because we had uh, time to kill in days <laughs> back then. Uh, spent a lot of time, uh, surprisingly, parting out vehicles back then because oh, wow. there wasn't the supply of new parts that are available today. So when I first started, we probably parted out a complete vehicle that we drove into the shop uh, about every two months for the first Whoa. Three or four years I was there, which today is mind blowing. Yes, because you never, like, you never do that anymore. Never do that. Oh like, no, no. There's a bunch of people listening who hate you right oh, now. Oh, for because... sure. No, we killed a bunch, unfortunately. Oh, but uh, that's what supplied people yeah. their parts back in the day, and that's how it all started. You know, Tom uh, was interested in these things and realized, uh, you know, didn't have a great part source, so he started hoarding them for himself. And then other guys in the valley started coming around wanting parts and pieces, and then it slowly grew and took off from there. So, wow, yep. that's amazing. Yeah, cool story. And what do you do now there? What's your what's your day to day? So primarily do product R and D uh, these days. Do still do a, a lot of technical help on the phones, helping customers out with yeah. anything they have. So, but primarily R and D stuff. I mean, if you're listening to this and you own a first gen Bronco or even a sixth gen Bronco, and you're like. 
who are the people who come up with these parts, you know, who get to play with Broncos, play with trucks all day long and just make super cool stuff. Matt is one of those people. And uh, now everyone hated you at first. Now everyone's jealous of your, of your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, amazing. We've, we've met, uh, I don't even know, six or eight guys here at the event from Tom's that are working and they all own Broncos. Yes. Yes. I think that's a super cool feature of, of Tom's off-road. And I think it's very helpful to have that personal experience to draw from uh, and, and help guide other people in their builds so that they get the most out of their truck when it's done. You know, I tell people all the time, build it for you. If you're planning on keeping it, you, you build it for you. Whatever's going to make you happy so you get the most enjoyment out of the truck when it's done that's what you should do. Well, and I love too. I mean, you have the knowledge, you have this expertise of, you know, owning a Bronco for 16 years. I, I came up to you the, the other day and I was just like, Hey, my Bronco is doing this and it's acting like this. And you're like, Oh, okay. You need to check this, 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 this. And I'm like, how do you know all this stuff? But yeah, working at Tom's for 20 years and having Broncos since you were 16, that's pretty amazing, man. Exactly. Yeah. A lot, just a lot of hands-on experience with the same type of problem situations. And then also, uh, you know, talking to people on the phone, uh, trying to diagnose uh, other issues. We, we've seen a lot over the years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right. So I have two questions for you. Um, one is going to be, what's your favorite memory that you mm -hmm. have in your Bronco, in any of your Broncos, what, you know, wh whichever one it is. And then what is your favorite part? So we always, on the podcast, <clears throat> we always do our parts corner where we talk <clears throat> about a new part that's come out or a favorite part that we have. We have a couple parts here, which we'll get to, but sure. what is your favorite memory and your favorite part on your Bronco? Uh, so since I've had it since I was 16, I got a lot of good memories with that thing. Yeah. Uh, two that come to mind uh, or you know, we use the, the, the truck for, for going out four-wheeling uh, and hunting and stuff like that. And so we were in my truck the first time that Jake shot his first buck. He's also a member from Tom's Off-Road. Nice. So uh, throwing it in the back and, and having the pictures at home from that is one of the most nostalgic, iconic ones. But, That's cool. Uh, you know, my wife and I have, have used it for all kinds of stuff, Rubicon Adventures, Moab Adventures, and we have so many good memories uh, in that truck. It's... it's uh, it's just full. You can't even pick one for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. cool. All right, favorite part. Favorite part. Um, you know, I would say currently I haven't really got to drive it much, but we're currently in R and D phase of developing a small block Ford to six R eighty adapter. Oh, and yes. I just got it stuffed in there before we came out here and took the truck for the first drive. And so I think that will be my favorite part, just that one adapter plate, because that's a, yeah. a sweet setup. Yes. Uh, having that six-speed in yeah, there. Yeah, so we'll talk about where, what's the 6R80 out of? So 6R80 is a six-speed automatic transmission uh, behind the five-liter Coyote stuff. Yep. Um, it has a much lower first gear, a little over four-to-one first gear. So in the automatic world, that's a game-changer because yeah. everything else is in the 2.4 range. So, yep. And then having a dual overdrive also. So you get the best of all worlds. You get a low, low first gear, and you get the overdrive abilities. Uh, and it just wakes up whatever motor's in front of it. I have a pretty worn out plain Jane 90s Mustang 5 liter. Yeah. And it, uh, it, it feels like a totally different truck just by adding that tranny to it. That's, so, that's an awesome, yeah. yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that. Yeah, That'll be coming sure. out soon. Yep. That would be amazing to, to have the 6R80 behind a 302. Yeah, and, for sure. Because I, I, 
have wanted to put the 4R70W behind my 302. Sure, another good option. Yeah, because it gives you the overdrive. But yeah, mm -hmm. like you said, the 6R80 has the low, low first gear. Uh, and then the dual overdrive, that's awesome. Yeah, they're, they're really popular. And actually, Angel, we stuffed Angels in uh, three years ago. And then uh, Jason did another one about a year ago. And they both love Wow. Love that setup as so well. So that's so, so cool. I mean, that's a couple years that you guys have been working on parts. I know for people watching this or listening to this, they're like, yeah, you guys got to come out with parts sooner. But what I love to, like, what, I, what I'm hearing you say is, no, we spend time with this and make sure that it fits. Put it on, you know, our, our guys' trucks and make sure that it's working before it hits the market. We want to do all the research before we bring products to market. And I know uh, it takes way longer than anyone would think to, to develop and release it as we would want to yeah. release it, yeah. for sure. All right, so what have we got here? We've got we've got uh, PSC uh, steering box and our Hydra Boost uh, for the early Bronco. Talk about this a little Correct. bit. Correct. So a few years back, we had this case uh, made specifically for us, yep. so that we could have our own brand new power steering box conversion. Uh, mounts to the factory three frame holes, nice. takes a standard Pitman arm, has the same input and spline count as a factory one. So this can be just a straight up drop-in replacement for anybody with a factory power steering box. And recently uh, partnered up with PSC, a great company in yeah. the steering industry. Those Everyone right. knows those guys. We thought, can you guys do anything? Can you make this any better? And they were like, sure we can. So uh, send it down to them. They've reworked some internals. Uh, and it's even tighter than it was previously, being brand new. And in addition to that, this box has also been ported for a Ram because a few yes. of us at the shop really like to wheel. Yep. And we have Ram Assist on our truck as well. So this will be able to be used. Either option, it'll have the Ram ports in case anybody wants to add that down the road, but yeah. you don't have to use that feature. And, and basically, if you're wondering what that is, for, for those who don't off-road much, adding a ram to your steering box just gives you the ability when you're in a tight space to be able to move a 37 or a 40-inch tire, a bigger tire, uh, with a lot more ease, um, and it actually attaches to the tie rod? Uh, the steering linkage, steering yep, linkage, sometimes yeah. to the drag link. Drag yep, link yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, it allows you to, to turn 37 or 40-inch tires, especially when the front end is locked. Yep. Two tires with great traction on, say, Moab Rock. Yep. Uh, takes a lot of force to turn that, and by adding that ram, it also then decreases the force that's placed on the sector shaft, yeah. so you eliminate those breakage points as well, and then it, it takes some of the load off of some of the steering, other steering components. It's like well. a power steering box for your power steering box. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's like dual power exactly. steering box. Yep. Yep. And then what do we have over here? Uh, over here is our Hydro Boost brake setup. And so, um, you know, Hydro Boost can provide uh, increased brake line pressure to stop your vehicle in a much quicker manner with less input needed at the brake pedal itself. So. Yeah, so this is kind of a step up from a vacuum booster. It, it is, and, and there's, there's multi-facets of why this is uh, functional. So one, we, we needed this setup because when we originally built a previous truck with a coyote in it, uh, we could not apply a hydro boost yeah. setup because it hit the... the the valve cover assembly. Yep. So we ended up designing this setup for that, but it also works great in the small block application because it allows you uh, room to get to the valve cover or the spark plugs and do a spark plug change. Uh, and it just kind of brings it away from the motor and, and makes it a little bit cleaner as well. So 
nine day difference braking abilities with this setup over any vacuum booster setup. And a lot of guys today are putting in some hotter motors. Yep. They just don't produce the vacuum required to make a vacuum booster work yeah. correctly. So this is the solution for a lot of guys. And I have this in, in my truck. Angel has it in his truck. Jason has it in his truck. And I mean, even with 40 inch tires, I mean, you have excellent brakes and you can put the binders on in a hurry. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, we're here at Super Celebration and uh, Matt was nice enough to come on over from the Tom's Off-Road Corral. Uh, we're all here just uh, hanging out with the Tom's Off-Road folks and uh, Bill Stein's here, Painless is here, Oracle Lighting's here, and then all these vendors, all these trucks. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna pause right here. And when we come back, we're gonna hear some stories from some Bronco owners out in the field coming in and talking to us. All right, so uh, we are back here. And uh, like I said, again, we've, uh, we've kind of snapped into another Bronco behind us with uh, the amazing Mariah. Now, oh, uh, so Mariah, tell us a little bit about who you are and what do we have behind us? Well, my name is Mariah, and I am with Hellabad Broncos and also United by Bronco. And behind me is my heart and soul, and his name is Scrappy. <laughs> All right, so I love this story. You got to tell us, where did this, how, how did you acquire this Bronco? So I acquired this Bronco through my husband at the time, my fiance, and he found it literally right down the street from our house. And I didn't know about it, <laughs> so he went bought it for $600. What? Yep, about four or five years ago, I think the lady didn't really know what she had. <laughs> he drug it out of the mud because it didn't run and the tires didn't turn. Oh. And lo and behold, he brought it back and he gave it to me as our um, wedding present. Wow, that is incredible. Best wedding present ever. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's I, a, can't complain. He's I a keeper. I think every woman that has ever enjoyed a Bronco would say that isn't the best wedding present ever. That I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, so it didn't look like this when you got it. No. What have you guys been doing to it? What have you done uh, over the years to it? So when we first got it, it was rattle canned black spray paint. And underneath the black spray paint, Jesse literally was so careful because the original color was so fragile. And underneath of it was the beautiful patina it is today. Oh. <laughs> That is amazing. So it's all natural. We didn't really do anything to it to fool with it. The only thing that's fake on it is the doors. That's amazing. It didn't come with the doors. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know a lot of you are watching this and you're like, oh, girls, they don't really wheel. They don't know how to drive <laughs> off-road. They're the worst. But, Mariah, you, like... You love to wheel. You love to wheel this Heck thing. Yeah. You love to go out there. Tell me, like, what's kind of your background, your history on wheeling, and what does your dad do, and all that stuff? So, since I was a little kid, actually, both of my parents had a Bronco. So, my wow. mom was the first one to have it. And so my dad built it for her. <laughs> we got Broncos driving around around us. <laughs> Mr. Tom. Mr. Tom. Um, so my dad built my mom one because my mom saw my dad's best friend in high school had one and she liked it. And she's not really into cars. So my dad's like, I got to build her this because she <laughs> liked it. So long story short, he built her one. He brought it to an off-road event. 
came home with it with one little scratch and dent in it. And she was like, nope, no more. Get your own. <laughs> so lo and behold, my dad's Bronco life was born. Wow. He built one in, in our garage next door. And my sister and I were over there helping him wrench on it as much as we could. And then we've been wheeling with him since I was like, I think I was eight. Jeez. We used to drive his Bronco from Maine all the way to these events, off-road it, and try to make it home. Wow. So that's where all, all the Bronco love started. <laughs> that is amazing. That's awesome. And nowadays, he's actually building um, Broncos. So he's building the Bronco bodies, doing them from Maine, and he's loving it. That's cool. That's awesome. Well, it's so cool, like, the, the history of Bronco in families. I love that you got this one from, you know, your soon-to-be husband. So now, now husband <laughs> as a wedding present. Like, That's right. It's, it's so cool. And the cool thing is you work on this. You know, you actually have done as stuff As much as I it. can. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been doing stuff with my dad since I was a little kid. So, like, that's been where I've learned everything from was him and... I can't do everything, but I will definitely try. Yeah. And on Scrappy, it's like we have a great team at Halabad, and I'll give a shout-out to RJ because he's helped me with every yep. single step of the way with this taking out the motor, putting in the new one, which we just did Sunday before we came here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. we got the new uh, 306 Blueprint, so yes. it's been singing. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's a testament to, like, you know, people think, oh, man, a, a girl can't sit here and work on the Bronco. But it's like there's so many here, and that's why we wanted to have you and we'll have Keisha on and yeah, just Keisha. talking about, <laughs> you know, what you guys can do as well because you guys are just as much of the Bronco community Absolutely. as the guys. And and it's not, you know, I, I, I just love it. And, and thank you so much for coming on and yeah, talking about it. Thank you about, for having me. I yeah. feel honored. I feel honored for sure. It's a lot of fun. Donnie, do you have any questions? Yeah, what's the favorite thing on your truck? Oh, gosh, my favorite thing. That you've done well, to it. I knew when my Bronco ever since day one, what I wanted was patina. I wanted cowhide, and I had to have the Longhorns. <laughs> Other than that, my husband Jesse really put the whole thing together for me. I didn't even know the things that I wanted until he did it for me, and I was like, oh, I would have never guessed, but I freaking love it. <laughs> well, you nailed it. You got all three things. Have you met Farah, who's got a yes, full size Bronco with horns with on the horns front? On there, yep. absolutely. I have. She's a sweetheart. She's got a great Bronco. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you, Mariah. Uh, thank you for being here. Have you seen, other than yours, have you seen a Bronco that you've been around around Super Celebration that you're like, that is amazing? You know what? My heart and soul is always out to the patina ones. Yep. There's a beautiful light blue one over here that's actually for sale. And if Ooh. I had the money, I would take it home with me. That's amazing. That's <laughs> but there's amazing. a lot of great Broncos around here. I think the best part about it is every single one is different. And yep. I think that's... You know, Jesse and I are all about making them per person. Yep. So it's like it's special to you. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. you have an anniversary coming up or something? And August <laughs> is our anniversary. <laughs> but we met yeah. each other at the LEBC event in um, April. Nice, so. nice. Well, how can people find you on social media? They can find us. Our company is Hellabad Broncos, and Scrappy has his own little personal Instagram, and nice. that's Scrappy the Bronco. <laughs> nice. All right, so find them on Scrappy the Bronco and Hellabad Broncos. That's right. Thank you so much for being here. When we come back, we'll have another cool Bronco and cool story to talk about.
All right, so we're back here. Uh, new Bronco behind us. Mariah's is gone, and now we've got Keisha here uh, to talk to us about her Bronco. Now, if you guys remember, I had Keisha on my YouTube channel. Uh, man, how many years ago was it? Uh, four or five. Four, four or five years ago. So literally, we're at the Super Celebration, and I see this Bronco roll up, and I'm like, that is amazing. And inside is Keisha. You know, I don't think you had anyone with you. You just kind of came alone. I and did. it was like, let's show up to this event. So I walked up to her and I was like, can I please tell your story? And so here we are five years later. And I thought it'd be fun to, to tell her story again, because I love that, you know, women are coming to this event. Women are building their own Broncos. And it's not just a dude thing. And, you know, not just dudes out there wheeling. So Keisha, tell us a little bit about your Bronco behind us. Well, um, I bought my Bronco when I was 18. I bought it off my stepdad. Uh, we had about 40 some of them sitting in the yard rotting away. Um, and he let me walk through, pick out which one I wanted, paid 1500 bucks for it. Um, and then I knew I couldn't afford one, so I wanted to build one. And so I learned along the way. Um, I knew a lot of mechanical stuff just because him and my mom uh, are mechanics, so I learned a lot from them growing up, but I bought a second body for it because the first one was a little too rough. Uh, <laughs> did a lot of piecing together, uh, complete frame off though, new engine in it. Um, and I pieced together the new body that I got, this body, some new parts, some used parts, uh, some stuff that was just sitting in our yard. <laughs> wow. Um, That's amazing. And 1500 bucks, what year was that? That was, oh, and goodness. Long time I was ago. 18. I'm okay. 28 or 27 now. <laughs> it's almost 10 years ago. <laughs> almost 10 years ago. <laughs> and you paid 1500 for this Bronco. Yeah. That is incredible. I wish there was a Bronco, <laughs> a Bronco out there still for 1500. Okay, so you get it, you get a new body and you just start going to town. You start working on it and yep. and completely doing How much, you know, you you said you learned from your mom and dad. Mm. How much of this would you say you did just by yourself like plugging away in the garage? Uh a good bit of it actually. Nice. <laughs> um it was a lot of take Take things apart, try to remember how they go back together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing and I go back and watch my videos that I made because <laughs> I'm like, how did I do that when I took this apart? Because I still do it today. But yeah, that's amazing. And then why why did we go with this paint color? What paint, what what color is this and why'd you go with it? Uh, it's hot pink pearl. And hot I actually pink hated pearl. pink. Like my whole <laughs> life I hated pink. That was not my color. I was an orange. I actually really liked orange and purple, um, and I was going to go with orange, and I was looking through Google pictures, and somehow some, like, I don't even know what kind of car it was, but it was a classic, it was a big boat-looking car, and it was like a, a bright pink like this, and I was like, I actually like that. So I started browsing the paint websites, yeah. and I found this, I'm like, that's that's the color. That yeah. has to be the color. So, yeah, and now I love pink ever since then. That's amazing. <laughs> Um, what was what's cool is there was a family that came by and they stopped by in my tent and, and they were like, man, there is just everything here. And he had a little daughter and he was like, all my daughter wanted to see was a pink and a purple Bronco. And I was like, well, look, there's one like combined, you know, it's like this beautiful color. It really is nice. I, I, I love I love how it looks and it really pops. It stands out everywhere you go. And it's just like people see it and they're like, what is that? Donnie, yeah. do you have any questions? Yeah, uh, well, 
Where did you uh, come from? Like, how far did you travel to get here? Uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. It, uh, it's like a little over 560 miles. And I actually did drive it this time. I usually trailer. Oh, wow. So it was a far drive. <laughs> and let me say, like, uh, going back to, um, like, people just looking at it, driving down 81 for hours and the amount of people that just pulled up next to me, honking at me, <laughs> thumbs up, just going crazy. And at every gas station I stopped at, like, everybody had something to say about it. That's it was great. Awesome. It just makes my day when people love my Bronco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have part of our show where we talk about DIY or PAY and we rate certain tasks or things that you do to your truck. So I noticed your truck's got a lift kit. So tell us about how high it is. Okay, um, it's a three and a half inch lift. Um, originally it was all Tom's. Um, I've changed a little bit of things on it, but I actually did, when I put my lift on, I was all by myself doing it. And I had to put the, the front, the stock radius arms on when I did those, I literally had my like legs wrapped around it trying to figure out how to get the bolts to go together. Yep. So that was, that was quite a process, but it was fun. So uh, on the lift kit, would you say do it yourself, a DIY or pay someone to do it PAY? Um, if you have some tools, I 100% would say do it yourself. Oh, I think awesome. a lift kit is totally doable by pretty much anybody, just my personal opinion. Scale of one to five, how, uh, how hard would you rate it? I would give it a two or a three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And I think the radius arms are probably the hardest part of getting those, one, getting them level, mm -hmm. and then getting them back in the holes. I, the most recent build I did, I threw ratchet straps all, like, across the frame. And mm -hmm. so sucked it in and then threw a ratchet strap on it and cranked it, and it was super easy. But the first time <laughs> I did it, I'm like, how does anyone do this by themselves? Like, yep. this is impossible <laughs> to, to get done. So, yeah. that uh, Will you just kind of give a little, you know, um, encouragement to any young girls? I have two girls. They're sitting here watching you right now. Um, any encouragement to any young girls who are thinking about, uh, you know, working on cars and, and doing any of that kind of stuff? What would you say to a, a young girl thinking about that? Uh, 100% go for it because us women are just as capable as any man and um, don't let our our genders of male and female prevent you from doing something because I know being a mechanic or working on stuff is a man thing to do but it's not and it's honestly really fun and you can do a lot of stuff yeah, yeah. And our hands are smaller and we fit in smaller spots. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there are some advantages. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not a blue job or a pink job. It's like no. if you want to do it, just go after it. Yeah. 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 And I love that because it's like, it is so fun. And it, you know, like I love my, my kids are interested in what I'm doing in the garage. And I don't want to like squash that, like, oh no, only my son can come work in the garage. It's like, no, this is so fun. There's so much that you can learn and that you can do with a with a vehicle that it is. It's just getting in the garage, having fun, and and working on your stuff. So. And it's good for women to be able to do things like actually today on Where's Valley Road, there was a, a pregnant woman on the side of the road with a flat. And I'm the first person that stopped and I have, I changed her tire for it. And only one guy stopped while us three women are on the side of the road changing the tire. Man. And I'm like, she didn't know how to do it. I was like, more women need to be in, you know, and totally. know how to do some stuff and don't be, I got to call a man to do this for me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and he wasn't helpful. Yeah. Like, don't mansplain this job to me. Yes, He's exactly. on this truck. Just 
move on. <laughs> Everyone mansplains my Bronco to me. I'm like, it's all right, I got it. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I can see that for sure. I, I do want to know, like, um, is there something else you want to do to your truck? Is there, like, oh, there's just one more thing I really want to do? Actually, um, hopefully this winter it's getting torn all back down because I do have uh, a lot of problems with it. Not like mechanically wise, but um, I have some clear coat issues. Uh, there was a guy that did ceramic coat on it, and after that, for some reason, my clear coat started peeling all over oh. the place. But also because I did learn, like this is my first restoration, I did learn a lot, and like I left a lot of holes that I didn't know what they were for. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. like um, from the windshield back is from a '67, so it had originally had vacuum wipers, but whoever had it previously put the other wiper holes in so I didn't know what all these holes are for so I left them all plus there's holes on the firewall I didn't know what they're for so I left them all there so I'm gonna go back redo everything it's gonna be the same color though so nice, nice. <laughs> just tidy it up that's awesome yeah I, I like I've learned so much in the process of working on my truck and now doing the restoration there is you learn so much and you learn the little t tricks tips and tricks that help you along the way so that's cool well is, is welding something that you do or you're gonna do i do i i do weld and um it's been a bit because i haven't really done anything in a while but um i would like to get much better at it and get back into it a little bit more um i just built my my house and my garage so now i have a place to do things again and i'd love to tear back into it and i'm actually planning on doing the paint myself this time so nice. oh wow cool yeah it's gonna be it'll be fun that's cool. Well, how can people find you, Keisha? What's your What's your social media? Um, I'm usually post on Instagram is my bigger one. Um, it's Keisha underscore Lynn. Okay. Um, I used to be able to say if you put in Pink Bronco on uh, Google, you could find me, and you still can. <laughs> but you now you kind of got to sort through a couple other ones. But yeah, if you search. Uh, Pink Early Bronco, you should be able to find me. That's awesome. Well, Keisha, thank you so much for being on the podcast, for being here, and, you know, such a great event, Super Celebration. And it is fun. We were talking about it. It's like you kind of get to meet or see all your friends that you only <laughs> see once a year, and you get to catch up with everyone. And, um, and, you know, we're just a big family out here. So thank you for being a part. Anything yeah. else that you wanted to add? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> cool. Donnie, any other questions? No, just love the truck. Like the pink and black together yeah. or the future. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's awesome. Thank you. Well, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, applause from the audience. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast. Thank you, Keisha and Mariah, for being on this episode. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the broadcast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. We'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Tom's Off-Road, for all your Gen 1 and Gen 6 Bronco parts. Our technical producer and audio editor is Josh Toller, a freelance podcast mixer, editor, and trumpet player extraordinaire right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Find our video, podcasts, and other materials on our YouTube channel, Nashville Early Bronco. Thanks again for listening to the broadcast. We'll see you next week.